coming to you from Strings and Things Studio in Ventura, California. I'm Anne. I'm Katie. And I'm Karen. (laughs) And this is the Strings Unraveled podcast. Um, well, happy April, everybody. Happy April. It's, it's still March today, but when you listen to us all, it's, uh, it's it barely be, March. Yeah. I think we're going to have eight more April showers. Uh, finally. I finally. It. I finally. Had, it's been raining nonstop for like three nev- months. But we never have April showers. Okay. Usually we get like maybe a couple weeks in February and you a hope in March and then nothing. So I'm actually happy. Um, my daughter was born 12 years ago, and uh, she just had her birthday a couple weeks ago, a week ago, uh, and it was exactly the same weather as the day she was born, which when I was pregnant with her, which was actually droughty times, um, I dreamt that she would be born on a cold, raining, stormy night, and she was. I feel like that um, scene in Forrest Gump when he's in Vietnam and he says, one day it started raining and it didn't stop for four months. <laughs> that's really true, but I'm not sad about it, but that's I'm, okay. I'm just ready for some sunshine. Yeah. Like this weekend, this, this storm week, cycle has been very nice, I think. I'm fine if it wants to rain all night. Yeah. That's cozy and yeah, I can yeah. listen to it when I sleep, but yes. I don't want, I'm tired of, of, um, of gloomy. Yeah. But I, ro- I bought rain boots and I want to use them. Well, that's your problem. <laughs> um, You're the one who bought rain yeah. boots and lives in Southern California. <laughs> I, um... They'll last forever. Yeah. I have... My favorite thing to do on my lunch break is to go somewhere that's not the premises of my work uh-huh. and to park and take a nap. Nice. And so the last few days, like today was a pretty cold day to me. Yeah, it was cold um, today. And... But you're in the car, the windows are cracked, and it's perfectly sun-warmed. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. just perfect. Cozy. Yeah. It, and I come back, and it's like almost like I'm not just recharged from the nap. Because I, I, I know some people are not power nappers, but I wish I could. Nap, that would be lovely. I'm not really, really asleep asleep, but I I come back refreshed from yeah. it. Yeah. Um, have you ever done a coffee nap? Yes. Is I it, love the coffee nap. Yeah. What is a coffee nap? I, you probably heard about it because <laughs> it's my like jam. Yeah. <laughs> um, coffee nap is you drink your coffee. Yep. Okay. And you time drinking your coffee because the caffeine doesn't hit you right away. Right. So mm-hmm. you drink your coffee and you're thinking, woes me. I don't feel better from drinking my coffee. Yeah. But in like a half an hour, you feel better and you probably don't notice because you're tired of being tired. Okay. Drink your coffee. Find a cozy place. Take a 20-minute nap, which is about the time it takes for the caffeine to hit your system. You wake up. You can see through time. <laughs> Whoa. It's better than eight hours of sleep to me. I would love to be able to do that, yeah. but I'm, I'm not doing, a napper. I'm going to try that. It's my most it's favorite thing in the world. Down, <laughs> yeah. Well, the thing of it is, and I think if you guys tap into your yoga experience, uh-huh. and instead of focusing on, like, my head is on the pillow, I'm going to sleep now. Yeah. Instead, go into like a yogic breathing. Breathe yeah. in. And you will relax yourself through the breathing. Yeah. And you'll enter. You won't get to like any kind of REM waves, which are supposed to be like the most restful, but you'll get into yeah a wavelength of sleep. And yeah. And you'll, you'll feel better. I think. Not everyone is refreshed from naps. That is a true thing. 
Yeah, but I think the problem is I usually nap too long and then I wake up very groggy. Yeah, that is an, that's oh, why I yeah. think the 20 minutes is key. And actually for me, five or 10 minutes of just closing my eyes and breathing like that yeah. is almost as refreshing as 20. But I, I can't just sit down and drink coffee. One is too hot. So I guess I, I just let it cool down a little bit. I have. And they make then, this incredible invention called iced coffee. Yeah, that I've done that. Yeah, <laughs> then it's too cold. <laughs> well, I don't know what to tell you there, Karen. Okay. okay so, I have made a cup of coffee in the Keurig over here. Oh, that's true. It doesn't Make come it super in hot. a smaller size. Yep. So it cools down. And No, and then I top it off with a little water. Because when I'm doing this, it really is about, like, I'm not sitting down to enjoy a cup of coffee. It's get coffee I into my body. The trying to inject is... caffeine into my body. <laughs> got it. Got it. I could do that. I could do that. Also, I just got a new tea at Winco that is higher... Than, like higher caffeine content than um, coffee and it has been uh, very useful um, I can't remember what it's called but if you go to Winco useful to us, yeah. Yeah. if you go to Winco it's there it's called something like zest or something okay kind of obviously like energetic cool it's not very tasty it's supposed to be like my favorite tea is um, Earl Grey uh-huh. and the more bergamot the better um, and this bergamot. is supposed to be Earl Grey, but it really just tastes like black tea. Did I, I have a quick question. Tea? When you have tea, mm-hmm. are there any particular, do you have, do you have tea and biscuits as the British call it? I do not because I am American. American. And I just <laughs> brew a cup of tea. <laughs> well, because look, this week I picked up some cookies from the market that I hadn't seen before that were pretty interesting t- Tim Tams, have you seen those? Those are very popular yep. in Britain, but I have not. But they're ever apparently had them. they're Australian. So, oh. you've done the Tim Tam Slam. I have this? not done. That's okay. <laughs> what um, is a Tim you, Tam Slam? You take a. It's like a rectangular or like a square shaped cookie. Yeah. You take a bite out of opposing corners, and then you use it like a straw to suck <laughs> milk through it until it gets to the perfect amount of soggy, and then you eat the cookie. That's my understanding but of what a Tim Tam Slam is. I thought they were just like they look like they look like Kit Kats, the oh, ones are they that sort came. Of pralines? No, they're like uh, they're kind of like a wafer cookie. They're like covered in chocolate. These look oh okay. I have because they're not gluten free. I didn't eat them, but mm-hmm. but but my kids came uh came down from um and we're enjoying a snack of them and and my eldest says, "Where did you get these?" I'm like, "I just went to Vaughn's." What? And he's like. I had to get those for my friend in Australia. I'm like, well, maybe she had just gone to Bond. No, I only saw it this week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, of course, he had to get the caramel because that's his favorite flavor. And then no one that seems to like the mint, but. Oh, I like mint. I like mint, but like As I said. As a wafer cookie? Yeah. It's, it's like chocolate a, It's like mint. a cookie that's covered in chocolate. Yeah. Like okay, kind of okay, an airy so like, a, like, a, like a minty filling, so probably. The, okay, so it's like uh, like one of the Girl Scout cookies. It's like a thin mint. It's kind of like the texture of a thin mint. Okay. Maybe not as, like, crunchy. Yeah. Um, I haven't had one in a long time, but... Well, they're at Vons now. You can go to your local market and get Tim Tams. <laughs> um, that I, sounds delicious. My, my... Actually, I do have a cookie I like to have with a cup of tea, which I have special ordered for myself and keep hidden under my desk. Um... <laughs> A stroop waffle. Mm. Yeah, I was I was Love gonna say that. Stroop waffles. You put it on top of on yeah. top of your mug while it's steeping. Warm. It warms it yeah. and it's all melty inside. They all taste like caramel. There's yeah. like supposedly different flavors, but they all taste caramely to me. <laughs> I mean the chocolate one does taste chocolate. Because <laughs> you know I had to try all the flavors. 
But um, uh, yeah, I do. I do have a biscuit I like to have with tea. I guess I don't drink tea, so I don't have a, a biscuit of choice. Well, that's okay. <laughs> or insult insert beverage of choice. Yeah, if I'm if I'm drinking tea, it's because I'm sick. Like, well, so you're having some throat coat. Yeah, exactly. Life. No, I I like an iced tea, but no, I'm not. I a, a cup of hot tea is not something I ever like think about. Because I have the same problem where I'm like, it's too hot. And then I let it sit there and then I forget about my tea. Because it doesn't serve the p- same purpose to me as like coffee, which is like, I need energy. Yeah. So I'm paying attention to my coffee. Well, as I think I, I could take a matcha by... nap. A sure. matcha nap. Matcha. Yeah. Because yeah. that, 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 that would be the same. As uh, I was warned by like all my relatives that eventually your stomach's just not going to be happy with coffee. Yeah. Uh, but that's what my mom, my mom was having like. 20 cups of coffee a day and that's at some part of her life and so i've never had that much caffeine in a day i had a bad day last week not that it was a it wasn't a bad day it was a bad choice day because i had three cups of coffee in one day which is a lot for me because i had coffee in the morning like at home like i normally do i had an afternoon coffee which i will do every once in a while but then for some other reason, I was here for a drop-in or something, and I made coffee in the Keurig, because I had forgotten that I had already had two cups of coffee that day. <laughs> and then um, the next day, I had, like, a killer headache all day. Oh, and I'm like, my body headache. was like, excuse me, where's my cup of coffee that uh-huh. you promised me yesterday? Yeah. So I had to tell my brain, like, you can have one cup of coffee today. Yeah. Yeah. But we've no. sort of, like, perfected our, like, coffee system at home, and we've got really good coffee going at home now. So it's I, I i used to like go to starbucks every morning and now i'm like always looking forward to my first cup of coffee at home and then maybe in the afternoon i'll have um you know an iced coffee from somewhere my, sa- but- my family seems to think that my temper has mellowed better since i got off caf- uh, off of coffee uh-huh. because it used to be the i'd wake up and i was super grumpy and it's bad when your kids are like, "Mommy, do you need your coffee?" Yeah, my niece. <laughs> and like, my niece. We really like you to parents. have your coffee <laughs> for us. Yeah. So I, yeah, yeah, it's a slippery slope. I've always tried to teach them that I'm the same nasty person <laughs> on caffeine or off. Caffeine. Yeah, <laughs> nothing's you, gonna help you. But when you have a purple eye. Not just the red eye, but oh lordy, <laughs> it, 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 you realize you have a problem. You, you and so um, I backed off. You and Pablo can sit together. Right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm not doing the twenty shots. I think it was just four, but still. Yeah. No, it said it said twelve on his on his, on the side of I'd his like to mug. Think he took it home and like spaced that out. Over <laughs> <years>. <laughs> the more we learn about his personality, I don't think yeah. so. I've had six shots, so, but I don't do that anymore. We're we're talking about Pedro um, Pascal because if you are a Patreon member of ours, we spent half an hour last month talking just about him on our Patreon, so you didn't get that content. But yeah, do you listen to Pedro <laughs> Pascal? If you're a, no, if you're a there's person a podcast in the world, for it. It's you're awesome. also obsessed with Pedro Pascal. Yeah, <laughs> or you're like my husband. I'm so sick of everybody thinking <laughs> Pedro's coming to rescue you. <laughs> Oh, oh, wouldn't that be amazing? No, I have a great husband. I do not want Pedro Pascal to come and rescue me. <laughs> I don't want him to rescue me. I just want him to be near so I can stare at him. <laughs> That's so sad. Um, do you guys want to talk about knitting? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I got distracted by by the oh. zaddy. <laughs> you know, we've had a very um a very Bechdel 
like Bechdel passing conversation. Oh, yes, yes. We were talking about our caffeine intake. Yes. <laughs> I think most of our conversations pass the Bechdel test yes. most of the time. I have no time. idea what it, what's a Bechdel test. It's a, it's a test for movies or media where um, it sort of is like, it gives you a an idea of how like feminist or well representing of, of women, the movie or whatever is. And it's where two characters who identify as women have a conversation about something other than a man for more than like a certain number of lines of dialogue. Oh, yeah. And the, the limit or the, the number of movies that pass that test is extremely low, especially mm-hmm. like older movies. Mm-hmm. So that's like your media metric. But I think we pass that a lot. 99% of the time. Yeah. Who wants to start? I want to go last in both categories. So Karen, what are you working on? Okay. I have joined the knitting multiple. I had a word for it. A moss, the moss test. Moss. The the moss group, knitting multiples of same sweater. Oh, (laughs) I just moss. I came up with that. Like poquito moss. (laughs) No, that's M A S. Okay, moss multiples of same sweater. Okay, it's just it's mass. (laughs) No moss multiples of O. Uh huh. Same. Sweater. Oh, moss. You know, like how you spell moss. You know, that, that green stuff that grows. So, I'm not a verbal learner. Oh, okay, okay. Fair enough. Just, so what just multiple you know. sweaters are you making? I'm making two La Prairies, which are sweaters. Are The sweatered pattern is by Hoki, Hohi Locatelli. And I have one that I'm doing with the um, bobbles and one that I'm doing without bobbles because I just want to see um, I have them two different kinds of yarn as well. The, the one with bobbles is actually a single ply. It's Manos del Uruguay Uruguay or however you pronounce the G. Um, I'll learn it one of these days with um, Fino and it's very soft and squishy but being single ply it's a little plumper than the um, La Bien Ami which is what the, she made kits for this pattern. And um, the it's twist. I believe it's just called twist. The La Bien Ami is. And on both cases, I've worked the pattern up through the, from the first color through the transition. And I'm starting with a second color. And um, it looks, it with one looks very, um, all you see are the bobbles, I think, on one. So if you're someone who that doesn't want all that texture, you can actually do it just as easily without the bobbles, and you're probably going to save a lot of yarn. Also. I was going to oh, say, sure. yeah. I'm yeah. interested to see like yarn what difference. yarn difference between those two sweaters, how much yardage it is. Well, it's going to be interesting because with um, I only needed six balls of yarn with the um, Fino because it's almost 500 yards per ball uh-huh. but because the la Bienami, uh <clears throat> kits were either like sizes one through three used one each of five yep. colors and four through six uses two of five colors so you end up yeah. either with five balls or ten balls wouldn't it be you know, nice if, if if they were kidding it to do like half skeins yeah some some places i understand do. that they're trying to sell yarn like but yeah so i'm nice. I mean, because I'm a size four, 
uh, you know, the fourth size, I should say. I'm the fourth size, which only dips into the second skein a little bit. I right. bet I'm going to have five skeins untouched another when I'm sweater. done. A whole other sweater. Yeah. Um, which is really interesting because it goes from this gold, this very mustardy ochre, which I didn't think I'd love, but I really kind of love yeah, this color. Pretty. And I started with that color and it'll work its way into a, a very shades of Grello into vintage uh, which is like a pink and gray and grello kind of thing into pink. Which um, is, a, it, there were more than one color choice, right? The- there were, but the other ones had more contrast. And even though they had blues going into black, which you think I would totally go for, mm-hmm. I just didn't want another one of the same kind of sweater that I always yeah, color was. I wanted to change it up story. to try something new. Yeah. I wanted to, I wanted to try this yarn because, you know, Labianami is a very special yarn. I've never had it. It's kind of pricey. It's a very luxury item to me. But um, I will say for the single ply, it has got a nice, the twist is really, really stable. So That's even a single ply? No. Did I say call? I'm sorry. For a twisted, pl- no. Maybe you meant fingering right Fingering weight. Oh, okay. Thank you. I was like, Thank what you. the heck kind of single ply yarn is that? <laughs> no, no, no. It's a multi, I meant applied. Got it. A- plied no a not single a, plied yarn a single <laughs> pl- uh, fingering weight plied yarn how's that sure there we go but it's got a really really nice twist i mean as far as content goes let me pull out the label i actually have the label with it and it is called twist nouveau it's 437 yards per 100 grams and actually there's no nylon it is 100 super wash non-superwash merino so it's not super wash got to hand wash this which is you know it's a sweater of course you're gonna hand wash i'm gonna hand wash it anyway but it's it's not at first it doesn't feel as soft as you know if all i'm feeling if all i'm touching is a single ply which is squishy but it's very energetic though you can feel it's very energetic but when you feel the the once it's already knit up it actually has a cream it has a creaminess to it nice and buttery um but i i'm gonna i think i'm gonna love both but that single plied one is soft and squishy now, but it, it's definitely get, getting a halo just yeah. from working it. Mm-hmm. This other sweater with the Labianami, it's it's not it's not going to pill. It's but every, since I'm doing this ribbing and all of the knit stitches are twisted, they're all through the back loop. It's got a twist on a twist action going on here. It's going to be a very stable sweater, and I'm um, twist on twist. Twist on twist. So it is, I am doing two, like I said, of the same sweater at the same time, not just finishing. I'm actually, I worked one up to one point. I'm working the other one up to that point, And then I'll move forward in the same manner so that they, um, hopefully for an upcoming class. I, so it, it might entice someone who looks at the pattern and goes, I really like that, but I don't want all that texture. I just want to show you can still do the yeah. sweater and make a great sweater. You don't have to do all the bobbles though. I will say. These are super fun bobbles, and she has this really fun trick that makes every bobble perfectly round, berry shaped, <laughs> which is it's awesome. I'm going to do that for all my future bobbles. I know I'm I'm a fan of bobbles, but I'm almost drawn to the other one more. You see the movement of the stitches yeah. a little better. Yeah, they're both really pretty. I know the, it's the same um, one one cables going across, oh. but. On the bobbled one, all I see are berries all over the place. I, it might be that your like your stitches are like squished up on a needle, so it's harder to see the fabric on the one. But they're both very pretty. Here, I'm gonna spread this one out. What do you think? 
Is it still any better and easier? No, yeah. They're, I mean, yeah. you can see they're the, both good. the movement of Yeah, yeah they're both good. They're just they, different. They're different. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a neat study in the same sweater, but in two different types of yarn. Yeah. Yeah. Um, cool. So anyway. Nice. Ooh. Well, I am working on a sweater. Um, this is pretty much the only knitting project I've been working on lately. Um, it is... Uh, it's called April, uh, the April cardigan from Petite Knit. I don't, did I talk about this last time? You had just started it, I think. So I'm still working on it. I have separated from my sleeves. I am cruising right along in the body. Um, it's not that exciting to talk about because I've already talked about it, but. um, (laughs) Show us the fabric because you have so much more fabric. I am enjoying it very much. It feels nice. It's a nice denim color. I like the oh, way my lovely halo, my mohair, and um, my base yarn are, are working well together. So I'm I'm happy with it. It's been a nice, um, easy pattern to work on when I'm you know watching TV or um, I've been doing a lot of like reading and knitting. So nice. it's perfect for that. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. I don't have anything that I'm. Uh, I have like sweaters that I'm dreaming about starting, but. I really like this one, so I'm gonna get a little farther along on it. I think, I because springtime springtime is starditis time. Yeah, it's a very common affliction. I yeah. think it's all year long, isn't it? I, it's definitely stronger for me at this time of year. Um, it can be, it yeah, can be, yeah. But springtime is when I'm like, I want to start all the things. Um. Have you started all the things? No. I'm being <laughs> super disciplined. I'm still interested in finishing. Okay. But I still, I don't want to like deny myself that thrill of something new. Yes. So I've made a deal with myself. Okay. Two finished, one new. Nice. And so then, then I can work on the new one until I'm like bored or finished. And then I have to go back to the list and pick the next two to finish. System. So last time I reported that I finished my blue stripes and... Something yep. else that was good. Um, I could look. Yeah, so I look on, on Instagram. Um, and so that enti- that gave me one voucher for something new. Nice. <laughs> Did you then, print out like little coupons for no, yourself? No, that's a good idea though. You should. I'm, I like made a list, and I'm it, but the like the um, there's no like thrill right now to the sure. list, <laughs> and it really has to stay thrilling. To um, oh, Avina, I finished Avina. Oh, so yeah. Lena and Blue Stripes were my, my ticket for the first thing, first new thing. Uh-huh. And then I finished, which I'll talk about in the next one, two things. And they were my ticket to my other thing. Um, so one of the finished things that I, or not, not finished, one of the things I'm working on is Ghost in the Orchard, which I was just starting uh-huh. last time. So my, I guess my two finished objects last time were my, my, uh, voucher to start this one and it's coming right along this is the vest yeah this is the vest by um what is her name she she makes all knit and tonic oh Oh. yeah ghost in the orchard which is a some kind of cocktail i haven't looked it up i'm sure it's baby cocktails baby cocktails thank you since it's a cocktail i knew what it was yeah that's it thea coleman Thank you. Uh, that's her name. That's right. Her name is not Baby Cocktails. Well, you know, that's her moniker. That's that works. Right. Um, Very pretty. People say call me anything, but don't call me late to dinner. 
Um, it's a vest with a lot of positive ease. Uh-huh. And I'm kind of afraid to measure it. Oh, can you pass me a measuring tape? <laughs> I would love to. Um, I mean, it's meant to have it a, a lot It's of a pullover? Things. Yes. Of course, I can find a hundred until you ask me for one right now, and then I can't find any. But um, I know there's one down at the other end of that table there in one of those baskets. I was thinking, I think I talked about wanting to make a vest. But I want to make like a cardigan vest with buttons on it. Oh, cute! I'm, I haven't thought any more about it except that I want to make one of those. James Watts has a new vest. It's not a cardigan vest, but you oh, okay. probably turn it out because it's just this real deep V. Yeah, and stockinette. Oh, nice! Oh, I feel like I saw that. I'll have to look that up. So, what do we got? Okay, it's not too bad. It's fifty-two. Oh, that's that's mm-hmm. yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, like I I I make for a forty-nine inch vest. Bust. It just seems so big. Seems bigger than fifty-two. <laughs> Maybe because it's short and squat right now. Yeah, yeah. it might be. It's, You're it not getting a good portion of it yet. Yeah. But it's it's lovely. Um, I'm working in the mist. Um, I have it. Here. You talked about it. It is. It's, it's called Misky. I can't think of a brand right now. Is it Taki? No. No. Juniper. Close. Mirasol. There you go. Mirasol Miski. And I'm color blocking it. And on our Instagram from last month, there's a picture of the colors I'm putting together. And I think I'm very happy with it. Cool. We'll know sooner. Soon. (laughs) It's it's also like I've been needing kind of more mindless stuff. Yeah. And this one's not very mindless. (laughs) This is very concentrated. No, that's a lot of paying attention. I mean, it's not too bad. It's not the most complicated cable I've ever met. Uh Uh-huh. But it is uh, pretty... Like pay attention project. It's mm-hmm. yeah, you got cables going in many different directions. So, yeah, yeah it's not as a, a space out kind of project. I don't think. No, nope. Uh, so that is what I'm working on. I am going to pick up Dante's Tom Ten again. Nice. This weekend I'm going to pick it up, and um, then my um, red and white stripes. I, I think I talked about it last time too, but I haven't been really oh, yeah. working on it. But I got my little star beads that I'm going to do for my blue sleeves. Uh-huh. So I'm excited to pick that up. That's the next two that will redeem the got next it. new project. Do you already know what the next new project is? I do. It's on a list. <laughs> you don't have to tell us. I'm just curious right. if you no, have I have planned. a list. I have a yeah. list. But I was thinking of reevaluating the list though. Cause, okay. You know. Yeah. I gotta keep it novel. Yeah, totally. <laughs> so that's the, the thing I'm focused on. I've been a good girl. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Karen, what have you finished? Uh, let's see. This is not necessarily a month for finishing since I've got two big projects, but I finished this fun little Oh, that's tote. so cute. cute. It is called... What is it called? It's a cute little crisscross, zipper pouch. Crisscross, crisscross zipper pouch. Cute. By Minky Kim. Um, let me find... I, find it and i actually have stuff already in it and it comes you when you make it it's lined it takes the you make this these squares but how you how she pieces them with a zipper is actually pretty interesting um because it's it's one of those where you have to birth it you know you pull it through so it's (laughs) (laughs) yeah it is when you pull the the bag through and you you just i just zip uh did it close but cute this i was trying to think did i finish anything else oh i finished this i actually finished the sweater that i was working on last time i forgot because i'm wearing the 
You know, sometimes, you know, sometimes you don't look in the mirror much. You forget what you look like. Yeah. It's like, oh, who is that person? Um, so, yeah, I finished. What is it called? Can you stand up and give us a twirl? Yes, yes. Okay, okay you're not going to be able to hear me. Anyway, yeah, but, but you'll hear but our okay. wing and I. Ooh, oh. Yeah. Okay, show me, how, show me how far the... Put your hands in those pockets. I cannot reach the bottom. Pull, pull the apples and oranges you're carrying in there. Yeah, that's a huge pocket. <laughs> what is the name of this pattern? Pockets full. Pockets full. <laughs> Uh, pocket full, uh, pockets full tea. It's already out. It, it, let me, let me look it up. It's very cute. It looks very cozy. It's like a, it's like a very stylish and handmade robe, like yes. in a good way. Yeah. Yes. It, it's really intuitive how you're, you, it's all done in one piece. There's, when you're, you're just weaving it ends at the end. I uh, like something um, like that. It's a fun, the, this, it's, there's no shaping to the sleeves. Yep. You pick up around the, or in the, around the armhole and then you just, you just go straight. Nice. <laughs> it's a four row, an eight row repeat where you're doing two rows each of stocking net, garter, seed stitch, and something else. I, I mean, it's a lot of knitting, but then you finish up with this really wide garter stitch Very at the cute. bottom. The, the the fronts are made as you go. You're slip stitching and attaching as you go. I mean, I don't think, I mean, I can't even, it's really deep. It's kind of long. It, it's a, more of a, it's not long like a duster. Like a, yeah. Like a tunic, tunic length, but, but it's, but as a cardigan. Yeah. It's really cute. It's open, but um, it, it's, it has ample ease. It's very comfortable. It by Tina Say Knits, T-S-E is her last name, Tina say knits and it, cool. on on instagram she's tina dot say s-a-y dot knits <laughs> so you can find her and her wonderful sweaters and i didn't quite make it in i was i finished it up like a day and a half after the deadline so i did not make it into the um the testers role you know oh yeah i'll call but i it was wonderful and i was super happy I really need to take a better picture the day that I was pick the day I tried to get pictures. I just had RBF really bad. I don't know why I was squinting cause it was sunny. And then when I went to look at the pictures, I'm like, I look like I'm really you pissed should, off at the world. You so, should see my new driver's license photo. <gasps> I it is see. terrible. Oh, I'll show you mine. Okay, mine's I, not permanent like that. I wanted, I like, <laughs> woke up early so I could do my makeup. I brushed oh. my hair and then my picture came back and I'm like, why aren't I smiling even a little bit? Why didn't the lady... T the I had like a very pleasant DMV experience. The woman that helped me and took my picture was very nice and I felt like she was the kind of person that sa would say like, hey, let's give it another go. But oh my gosh, it came in the mail and I was like, wow, I do. Oh, this is terrible. And I got it for five years. But you know, that's okay. I think I don't know if it's what the cycle is, but like you know mine is infamously bad uh -huh. and it's like i show it to people like it's a punishment look yeah. at this because you've been rude to me <laughs> <laughs> and um <laughs> the, like i auto renewed this last time it was just like oh that's pay, your, pay your fee and here you oh, go so you're stuck with it for yeah. another yeah now i've only ever had to retake my picture like once a decade I think I had to this time because I got the real ID, so oh. I think I had to take a picture this time. But I don't yeah. want the real ID. It's a 
it's not great. Sorry, I interrupted your story to talk about that, but that's okay. I understand the struggle of the RBF because I was like, wow, I look absolutely I terrible. In I this even picture. put makeup on that day. I took the time to do my hair. Now it was windy and it was sunny, and so, but I okay. I think what really ticked me off just before I think this is this is the thing that set it off, is. You know, I'm a little self-conscious because my hair is a lot more silver. I always think it looks great inside the house. And I don't realize till I take a picture outside the house what sunshine does. I keep thinking, oh, I've got, my hair's not fully silver until you go outside. <laughs> and um, I was at the park trying to set things up, you know, with a camera, try to set the timer so I could try to get a picture at the right angle because I didn't have my tripod. So I was using like the fence, the side of the fence or something to, to attach it to. And, um, and I just, I took it wrong when someone came by and said, did you lose a hearing aid? What? what? Now that's Who not, that's that? not against anybody who's deaf. No, they but, probably found a hearing aid. But the fact that he thought, I don't know, and 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 deaf people people can use hearing aids at any age. But yeah. I took it thinking, wow, he thought I oh, was. He really old. was asking you. If he was really asking me. He, yeah, and he thought he found one at the park. I was he found one like at the park. A terrible child riding by on his bike, <laughs> being like, "Did you lose a hearing aid?" Just heckling. Like, Grandma. No, it was a, it was it was a it was someone who was walking Aww. with a with a friend and. They walked past me and then they came back. And so I just thought that maybe they thought I looked really old and I got oh, my. I'm sure you were just a person that was at the park that might have had a hearing aid. Yeah. Why? Do I, I mean. People of all ages need hearing aids. No. Yeah. So, so the thing was, in those, I had to sit with my feelings and then sit with my own feelings like, wait a minute, I'm, am I doing this bias? You know, am, am I, I got, why did I get all bent out of shape? Do I have something internally I need to work on? I probably do. Great. I, I have. <laughs> I a, thought I was doing better. I have an occasional so colleague. Just, and then I went and tried to take pictures. And no. so I think it showed. I have an occasional colleague who I like love. He's hilarious. He is a ray <laughs> of sunshine and it's a treat to work with him. And I hadn't worked with him in a long time because he usually would come like on a Saturday and moonlight there. And so he came and worked and it was just a delightful day. And I'm not a hugger. So if I offer you a hug, yeah. I oh, have that's... really enjoyed your yeah. <laughs> So um, yeah, you he like gave me. me this weird, <laughs> I'm sure I've given you a hug in life. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not a hug receiver, right, so like, that's okay. So <laughs> just respecting it, so, our so, space. Exactly. Yeah. I don't think any of us are huggers. No. I'd be a little weird no. if you hugged me. <laughs> Oh, I love you very much, okay. but don't hug good. me. Good. Okay, good. We can get back to that baseline. Because <laughs> right yeah. now, we're all feeling weird right if we hug each other. <laughs> okay, let's sack. all sit with these okay. feelings, too. Like, I was like, remember in high school when everybody was like, or I started in junior high, where all the girls were like, goodbye, and they hugged each other every time that they left. I'm like, uh. are you going on a voyage? <laughs> I guess this is something I have to do now. Give you a hug every time I leave. It stresses no. me out so much. No, I don't want that. I've no, actually no, no, started no, no, to no, think no. that someone needs to parent me and that I shouldn't have to hug my relatives every time I leave too but yeah anyway you have <laughs> that idea that you shouldn't force your children to yes. hug everybody oh, yeah, all yeah, the time yeah. um so i go he gives me this weird like sideways hug and uh -huh. i was like no we can have a real hug and i give him a hug and he's like you're not pregnant are you oh and uh, why do you ask okay so thank you guys you uh, all took it that way so I just was like, no. And then it like ruined the moment. Yeah. Right? And then I didn't say anything about it 
for a week or so and we're getting to the next day he's coming and my boss is like oh he's coming i'm like oh that's great, great. Oh, great. which is not a normal reaction <laughs> right <laughs> and so he's like are you okay is something the matter i'm like well you know actually we had this exchange and I don't get it. And it really hurt my feelings. And he understood right away that I took it as a weight comment. Yeah. No. <laughs> it was a like, oh, I hugged you. Are you pregnant yet? Oh, okay. Which he's, what do you he's mean? gay. So it's, oh. it's, it was a sexual innuendo, but with no zing to it. <laughs> oh, oh, I get it. Pregnancies come from I got hugging. A, I, got a, I got pregnant. Got from it. A hug. I think he should know that women don't like to be asked that question. <laughs> he should. He should know and that. Honestly, Maybe he's learned. Yeah. Well, no, because I've never told. And my my boss might have told him that. Don't say that. To or or like Anne had her feelings hurt or something because the he's like no, Anne. It was a joke of like, ha ha. We hugged, you know, and um, like, oh. Okay, well, it's still not very funny, but now I get it. <laughs> I'm not offended. Yeah, it's just a bad joke. Yeah, okay, gotcha. yeah, yeah. Okay, good. Now we're now we're cool. Like oh, now it's funny. like, oh, ray of sunshine's back. Um, so I, the point of that is, I get your comment. <laughs> like, if that had happened to me, I would have been like, I'm uh, whose grandma am I? Yeah, so, yeah, totally. I, I mean, get what you're saying. And yeah. instead, it was just good Samaritan. I know I'm old enough actually to have been someone's grandma. But I don't think I look like I'm old enough. I'm but, not sure what a granny looks like now. Yeah, you know? nowadays. That's true. I think when I see people who are old enough to be my quintessential granny look, they're like very oh, advanced. Sorry. Yeah, they're real. Like they're well real. into their well, 90s. And, yeah. <laughs> and having said granny that. Granny is different than grandma. That, the, that's, that's, that's my point I want to make. Granny, I know lots of grandmas. And yeah. I'll, actually, some of them are pretty smoking. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And I'm like, I hope I look like that. Yeah. But I don't look like that now, so probably I won't look like that <laughs> well, then. Good. If we can figure out how, how if Jillian, I wanted to. Right. Yeah. How is Jillian Anderson aging backwards? Like, if we can figure that out, like, she's become a more Who and is more. she? Jillian Anderson is Scully from x Oh, okay, okay. So she has become a more and more beautiful, elegant-looking woman uh-huh. as she's gotten older. So if you I can figure that help. out. I don't care. Even if, like, yeah, if that's the matter. answer, if that's the answer, I may Great. not partake Sign in it, <laughs> but at least I'll know. Yeah. yeah. At least I'll yeah. know that that's the answer. <laughs> that's so funny. Like who has the gene? Cause it looks so natural. Like when you look at somebody who's getting help. Yeah. Y- it yeah. just becomes the skin more tightly wrapped around their skull. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Although there are some people where you think, Okay, she might have, but she must have somebody really good because True. it looks she. It doesn't yeah. change who she, who she, but who she if is. It, if it does change what they look like, if they're happy with it, then that's all that matters. Like, what do no. I care if they right got on. it done? Right on, you know. Uh, but yeah. I just want to know what what the answer is. That's, sure, I'm seeking knowledge. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think if I'm you if you are a person like a celebrity or whatever who has had work done, I think it's not your responsibility, but I think. That they should talk about it because it creates yeah. an unrealistic standard for people True. to grow up and be like, well, I don't look like Jillian Anderson or whoever, yeah. you know. Yeah. But, yeah. It's but if you did and you said, I did this because it makes me feel good, then well, maybe I mean, it would also, then then it would be a health, it would be healthier because other people yeah. could do that and feel mm-hmm. good about themselves. It's like Dolly. Dolly Parton makes no bones about the yeah. work she's had done <laughs> she's definitely enhanced and that makes her happy and feel good yep. but she she's like yeah i've done this 
Duh. Duh. <laughs> I pay a lot of money. That's one of my favorite I pay a lot of money like this jeep. My favorite is like someone asked her like, are they real? And she's like, are you kidding? You think I could grow my real nails this long? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, she would have known what to say. She's got such a great sense of humor. <laughs> asked me from the hug if I was pregnant. It would have been better than, I'm offended. Which is not what I said. Why did you ask me that? Definitely what my, re- my, my deep down reaction was. Uh, so all of your um, terrible moments of why you felt foul are valid. Yeah. And we mm. get it. You know what I've done recently for taking um, like sweater photos or whatever that has like really made a difference is instead of like setting up your camera with like a self timer is to just put it on video mode and like face the camera towards you so that you could see yourself and then you like pose for a second. And then you like move and you pose for a second and then you watch the video through and just take screenshots, like pause at a good point, take a screenshot. And then we, you don't have actually, to like reset it all the time. And actually you don't have to take a screenshot from that. Yeah. You can select a frame. It problem. lets yeah. you export, select, export a frame. Oh, I just learned that. That's brilliant. much better because in the process of trying to get ready for the, the timer, you'll always get it wrong. Yeah. The pictures aren't going to be like a super, you know, great quality, but good enough for me to put on Instagram or Ravelry. Like, what do I care? Well, they're probably more natural. Like, my husband was taking pictures of me wearing my blue striped sweater. Yeah. And I know that if you give him your phone to take pictures, yeah. he will take a selfie. <laughs> and so he, and he, lo- the less he knows you, the better he loves to do it. Nice. Um, he just loves to do it no matter what. Like, I'm thinking of his coworkers who handed his phone over, their phones over. <laughs> like, yeah. Kevin! Um, well, so, they gave the phone. Yeah. So, <laughs> so. He, it's fool me once, for sure. Uh-huh. Um, so I hand him my phone to do the pictures, and he's he's laughing at himself a lot. And I'm like, <laughs> take the pictures. And then I start laughing at him. He's taken one selfie and, like, 20 pictures of me. Because uh-huh. he was trying for that, like, authentic... Yeah. Not, you know, stodgy, like, here I am smiling. Uh, yeah. um, and there's some pretty, there's some, eh, but there's some pretty great pictures. Yeah. <laughs> um, one of our customers who was here um, earlier this week, she was like, would you take a picture of me in my sweater? And I was like, absolutely, I would. So we went outside and we had a little mini photo shoot. Aww. And then somebody else was like, I should have you do that for me because my husband takes terrible pictures of my sweater. <laughs> and I was like, I, if you ever need a picture taken of your sweater, I am happy yeah. to do it because I know what an inner wants to see, yeah. you know? So, uh, I'm always happy to take somebody's picture for them. I just, as soon as I, st- even, even right now, the thought of, of having to take pictures of myself is creating such anxiety and such tension. But and that's about- what comes out. Cause I, mm-hmm. I mean, you tell me the story and I'm like, the first thing I'm hearing is, I love that your husband feels so comfortable in his skin that he takes selfies. Oh, yeah. Kept, that, yeah. That, <laughs> that, like. that he doesn't, yeah. that he's so comfortable in that way. Yeah. And because that's and they're something probably super I'm, flattering, like low angle, yeah, like goofy pictures. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. like, he's not going for the like blue steel. No. He's going for the like, this is Make me. you laugh when I'm you look your picture. <laughs> See, I wish I could take the kind of photos like there's a there's a, a, a group on um, a, probably a business and I don't actually shop at their stuff. I just save all their stuff on Instagram. Have you seen social lighting? They give all these tips for t- taking photos from different angles. And, and you could tell that they just took a regular photo and then they did enhance it with editing and stuff. Mm-hmm. But the angle that they took it at was so interesting. One oh, of my I favorite favorite guy. One of my favorite ones is like at a sunset or something like that where they pour water on the ground. 
and then they put the camera upside down so the 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 um the camera part is closer to the water but not a, clearly not in the water mm-hmm. but then they move it so that it looks like you are reflecting in the water oh that's neat and it's just stuff you're doing with your cell phone very creative but i can't i can do that for other people i can't do well, that for that's me what i was thinking i want would, those kind of photos but of me you would sympathize because you've taken some great photos of me but you're always like Anne, like do something more interesting than just smile <laughs> <laughs> and that's what he was going for is yeah. he wanted some more interesting faces from me than just my pat i'm smiling for the camera i do yeah. find that when i make you laugh you take great photos. Thank you. And that's what he was going for. Yeah. I love that guy. Do you guys follow David Sue photo? I don't Mm-mm. think so. He is How do you adorable. pronounce his last name? It's S-U-H. S-U-H. Yeah. He, um, I think he lived maybe, he lived somewhere like very metropolitan. So either San Francisco or New York. And he's recently moved to Southern California. Um, and he, his whole thing is about looking, making people look like fire in their pictures. Uh-huh. And he like has this like red dress he puts on so he composes a woman and he's like just That's very awesome. super confident and comfortable in his skin and, um, and in his masculinity. Um, so he puts on a red dress. <laughs> um, and he's just so very cute. He gives a course on how to be more photogenic and take better pictures of yourself oh but it's like three thousand dollars oh uh, <laughs> i was gonna say that sounds fun yeah. <laughs> if i if i had the money to do that i would probably already feel better about myself <laughs> right on maybe maybe <laughs> maybe not i mean there is supposedly like statistically a place where the amount of money you have does make your life easy enough that you are happier because of the i money. can't <laughs> believe that that wouldn't be true <laughs> but then there's this point where you go past that and it's just sure money yeah. And it does not equal happiness. I have a feeling that if I could pay $3,000 for that, I think I might have more money than equals happiness. Maybe. Mm, maybe. But he, I have a feeling his services are worth it. So, too. I would rather just have him photograph me, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't you just put... Yeah. Exactly. Knowledge is priceless. That's true. Um, And his Instagram account is full of just super good tips. There you go. That's And that's free. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, is that everything you finished, Karen? Yep, it was. It was. It's just. It was. You have one more thing you finished, huh? No, no. That's. I have other things I started. No, you have something else you finished. You might not be able to show it to us, but you'll have to take a picture for Instagram. What? That gorgeous dress. (gasps) I almost wore it tonight. I almost wore it today. It would look cute with that because it probably looks good with everything. So here's an example. I took the time to video. I took a video of before, you know, because I have one that I haven't cut open, that I haven't cut apart. Tell us what quilt. it is, though. Okay, so it's I a know quilt. what it is. I made a wool fork, and I made it from, from quilts. What is a wool fork? The wool fork dress by Jacqueline Cislek, and it was based on, what's your name, uh, what's your na- first name? L- L- she's fork. another, de- she's another designer. She's, yeah, n- or Knitter. textile designer. Sewist, textile designer. She makes all kinds of stuff. Um, Lisa. Lisa Wolfork. Okay. It was from the book Embody. You know, we were talking about it year before the pandemic. Um, so, and I and a year ago, I bought these quilt these um, quilts from, I forget where they're at. I think it's from India. Yes, they're from India. They are, they take um, vintage saris that are falling apart that are not 
not necessarily wearable and they recycle them into quilts four layers deep and they hand stitch them together and then I fell kind of in love with the quilts and I didn't have the heart to cut them it took a while and then I had fell enough in love with them that I wanted to I was like okay I want to make these into something that I'm going to be like wearing this quilt all the time in a dress uh-huh. and then I was trying to find at first I was going to make, make I intended to make them into a jacket but I'm like I won't wear a jacket all the time but this dress I w-. and so I made the wolf fork dress out of it and it is super comfortable um so if they're old saris are they mostly silk i guess they are no they're cotton they're, they're cotton, cotton saris cotton. they're cotton saris um yeah because i wouldn't have a, a quilt out of silk i mean it would be okay but um but i made this great this photo of before and after but i was rushing it and i didn't have the right daylight um and, it was, and I tried, and I spent so much time on the editing trying to make, you know, those things where they, they throw fabric at you and all of a sudden you're wearing the thing that yeah. used to be the fabric. Yeah. Yeah. I had envisioned what it was going to be. And I'm like, you know what? I realize I don't like how it was filmed, so I'm just going to do it again in a different way um, because I wasted hours and hours trying to edit it. But the dress itself is really, really pretty. Tell us about the dress. The dress is super comfortable. It has a really deep scoop neck, um, but it's re- it's perfectly it fits perfectly across the back. So sometimes you get a scoop neck and it feels like it's not you know it's like dripping it fa- off your dripping shoulders, off your shoulders. Yeah. But this one fits really well. It's perfect. Um, the sleeves are long, but they're the perfect kind of taper. Um, they're not too short. They're not too long. The dress has these great pockets in the front that I remember to put on in appropriately and it has french seams so which is really great for working with these um the really fine so the it's like four layers of cotton gauze that's that's what these saris are like mm-hmm. um the, the quilts are i do ha- i do have to go in and adjust where the the because it was hand quilted in these running stitches and so um there's places where I because they're it's a loose hand running stitch that it it snags on stuff, <laughs> so I just have to be careful when I'm walking not to you know, but if I feel like I'm in I feel like I am walking around naked under a blanket. Naked under a blanket. Yeah. <laughs> it's so comfortable. <laughs> that sounds wonderful. I want to make and so. As soon I, as I tried I it on, that, I call that my summer pajamas. Yeah. So um, well, I I went ahead. I, I ordered some more. I ordered some more. I'm that's gonna how, make another. That's how come I remember? I was I was trying to remember. If it was like a, we were retelling the story of the Thomas Fire night morning to someone, and um, I was like, "Oh, such a cold night." And Kevin's like, "It was not a cold night. It was a hot night." Remember, because I had to answer the door. He's <sighs> like, "Oh yeah, I was in my summer pajamas." <laughs> <laughs> so. I will take a better picture because I love wearing it. It's so comfortable. I've worn it like three times since last week. It's gorgeous. Nice. And it's so. so many colors. It's so many colors. It goes with everything. But not like garishly so. No, no. It's 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 like it's got various prints going in all different directions. I used part of three different quilts. I had four. Um, I have and I have enough big pieces to make a bag or to make something else with the other scraps. It it won't go. None of it will be wasted. I so. follow a couple of um, people on Instagram whose fashion style is described as maximalist. So mm-hmm. they're like mixing 
layers and textures and colors and patterns. So I think one of them would like take this dress and use it as a basic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I see those videos and at the end I'm like, that looks amazing. And sometimes I'm like, is this real? There's a costume. <laughs> is this real? <laughs> do people actually wear that outside? <laughs> or do they just take the video for Instagram? I wish I could think of what the girl's name is. I, I think it is like the fashion maximalist yeah. or something. And she's this very cute, petite lady. And so she started to answer people who ask her, where do you wear that? Or what are you dressing yeah. for? And she's like, here's me at the dentist office. <laughs> See, the only reason I didn't wear it today is because I was wearing the wrong bra and I didn't want to go and change my bra. Because I have one that has lace. I'm like, oh, that's going to bug me because the lace kept showing. And if I had just taken the time to change my bra, I would have I would have worn it. Sometimes that's a big task, though. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't, I don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah. Um. Cool. Yeah, I haven't seen the dress, but I'm excited to see a picture of it. Yeah, it's lovely. Um, well, I finished a couple things where's my bag um last time we talked about my rainbow and the storm version 2 for myself that i finished um so it's very similar to my first one in a lot of like a lot of the same yarns went into it um but it's not a perfect rainbow no it's not rainbow necessarily it's a little more blendy um I think the teal is in the original one, and this purple definitely is. Uh, I think those are the only two, maybe. Maybe the green, I don't remember, um, were in my first one. but It I, has such cool pooling. Yeah, I... It kind of, like, softens the stripiness of it. Yeah, yeah. Some of them are definitely more blendy, um, and I followed the pattern the right way this time. Um, <laughs> so I changed needle sizes for the cuff, and I... Um, Paid, paid more attention to how the sleeves worked. The other thing I did on this one is I reinforced the shoulders after the fact. I did a like a crochet slip stitch um, on the inside of the shoulder seam to give it a little more stability because it's supposed to be slouchy, but my other one is like really slouchy. Drifting off your shoulder. <laughs> and it's just, a, you know, ribbing at the top. Like it's, yeah. it's it doesn't have a whole lot of structure so this it has a, a little bit of give but not too much and now. you did it on the outside so it's like no a nice, that's oh, that's supposed to be like the three needle bind off that's okay. how it is but and then i did also a, did it i also did a seam on the inside too just a slip stitch um to reinforce it so that is done i haven't worn it yet but um um it's very eastery so if it's raining on easter this year <laughs> yeah i could definitely wear it don't say that we're supposed to meet outside Dang well, it, we'll I was the one who wanted I'm April showers. It's my fault. Yeah, I mean, you were just... I Dang. thought you'd be an ally in this conversation. <laughs> I was. I, I didn't think this through. <laughs> um, I'm thinking about it now. I, yeah, no rain. I had a couple birthday presents to make this one. I didn't have to, but the day before, I decided I was going to make birthday presents um, <laughs> for these two different guys. Um, so one of them... They're brothers. They have birthdays like two days apart. And um, so for one of them, I made a little dice bag um, because he and James have been playing D&D. And so I had this like pirate themed fabric and I made just a really simple little drawstring dice bag. And James put like a, I don't know, something in it. Um, And then for his brother, I was like, well, what am I going to make Kevin? Um, He is a big Marvel fan. 
Um, so I found, and Hulk is his favorite, so I found this Marvel fabric with the Hulk on it, and I Aww. made him a, I didn't take pictures of either of these two things, because I made them the day before, and then I wrapped them up quickly and gave them to them. Um, C'est la vie. Yeah. But uh, the pattern I used for that, it's like a box bag. It's called the Boxy Tool Pouch by Svetlana Sotek. Um, I'm a big fan of her patterns. And then when I finished that one, I made one for myself, because I like a good box bag. So this oh, is the same... Cute pattern um <laughs> oh i like it it's little kitties so this cat i think this fabric was called cat cosplay and it's little kitties <laughs> with like different hats on so freaking cute so some of them a strawberry hat. yeah he's got a strawberry a cherry a piece of toast um Bunny a little ears. elephant it's very cute um it's very hairy i just noticed it's i don't know it's been in the bag with my hairy sweater um <laughs> it's, it's not your actual cat's hair <laughs> no this one is not <laughs> unless you had a blue cat no I want a blue cat. I have a gray cat and there's a brown cat. Um, But yeah, I gave Kevin the bag and he was like, oh, I love this. Where did you get it? Did you get it at, um, what's that place called? Box Lunch? And I was like, no, I made it. And he was like, you made this? And I was like, yeah, Kevin, I made made it. And he was very excited. He's like, I needed something to put my toiletries in. And I was like, there you go, man. Um, So those were fun. So I'll post a picture of the one that I made that I kept for myself. What is Box Lunch? Box. It's like a hot topic ish, like more like pop culture. There's one in the Thousand Oaks Mall. Okay. It's very fun. Sounds cute. It's yeah, it's a cute little store. So it was a compliment. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um and then I was hired to make a quilt top for um a quilty friend. She um I I don't think it's her I don't think it's a family member. I think it's a friend of hers that was turning 100 years old. Ooh, um, wow. That's congrats. And her family wanted to put together like a memory quilt with pictures. And since I had made one of those for my grandma a couple years ago, they were like, Katie could do it. So <laughs> Katie can do it. anything. <laughs> that's, how that, that's usually the refrain in here. Yeah. Katie can do that for you. Katie can do anything. <laughs> so and I say yes. Katie, yes. Katie. Yes, I can. <laughs> um, so I printed i have a picture of the quilt top it was just the top they then they took it to get um quilted and stuff but it was 20 different pictures of this family that i don't know but i had a really <laughs> great time looking at the pictures and imagining Aww. like who's the kid of this person and this is grandma and like i had this whole story in my head um but i printed the pictures on the fabric and um there's um show you the picture of it oh that's lovely yeah it's really simple they're sepia tone photos with with like a blue sashing they gave me the fabric they were like this is the fabric these are the pictures so i just put it together that's Um, a perfect blue yeah it's um oh i saw you working on that yeah that's fantastic the product i used to print on the fabric is called bubble jet set 2000 which is what i used when i made my grandma's quilt that worked out well you like soak the fabric and treat it in this solution. Then you print on the fabric through your like regular printer. And then you set it again with the same, like a different um, concentration of the solution. But um, how yeah, does it, it works out well. When, how does it feel when like the fabric when you're done with that? It feels fine. It, it's, it feels like it's been um, like washed, like the fabric's, um, it's almost like a little bit stiffer, mm-hmm. but once it's, the quilt is put together and then it's washed again. It'll feel totally normal, like nice. regular fabric. Oh, cool. Um, But yeah, I finished that this month too, which was pretty easy. It, it took a long time because it's like you got to soak each sheet of fabric for five minutes and then you have to lay it out to dry and 
I think Karen was here the day I was doing that. So mm-hmm. I had like this whole setup with like sheets of fabric drying and <laughs> then you have to like iron it onto your freezer paper and then you have to trim everything and then you have to print it all and then you have to soak it again. And it was it's like a, a lot of steps. Yeah. Um, the, the putting together of the quilt top took me an hour to sew right. it all together, yeah. but that shouldn't be too, too, uh, time. No. Um, but that was the other thing that I finished. And That's pretty cool. What have you finished? Um, well, since weaving in ends doesn't count. Yay. Right? We all agree nope, to that. You don't have to okay. weave in ends. Okay. All right. So uh, my finished objects from last month were my voucher for my, what am I working on? Yeah. But then I finished two more things. I finished nice. my multi-stripes, which I was. In two different directions. That's different sweaters. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this is a different sweater. Oh. So this is my third stripes. This was the first one I started, nice. but because it's like, it's all like one stripe of a ball of yarn. Um, yeah. Like the sleeves match the stripes, but, um, but they don't match the body. I was stealing from other projects. <laughs> <laughs> do the sleeves match the body? The sleeves do match the oh, body. Oh, okay. Um, but they're, and cause the body is yeah. a certain length and I have longish arms for yeah. my height. Um, there we go. Nice. Matchy match. Very cute. Um, so finally, like, I finished the things that had the yarn, so then I could take the yarn <laughs> back to the striped sweater and um, finish this baby up. Yay. And so um, I do have to weave in all the ends. Can I ask you a question so, about this sweater? Yes. Um, you've made it three times. Yes. Do you do the option where you just cast on and then do the ribbing later? I have done all of them. And which is your so preference? Because I, I was going to start when I was like, I should ask Anne. Um, I think that I don't. Because um, the red and white um, flag stripe one uh-huh. is the one where I cast on and will come back for the ribbing. Okay. I don't have an opinion yet. Okay. Um, but I have done the starting with the ribbing, and I like that just fine. So I have tried all of the ways, but I haven't picked up ribbing for the one that I just started and started knitting the body. And which, what did you do for this one? Uh, this one is the rolled edge. It looks nice. And I nice. think it's kind of neat. Yeah. It's, and I had plenty of this yarn, so why not use it up? And, um, you know. Cute. I don't, like, know if I like this rolled hem enough to do it again. Okay. You know? Because it's, like, tedious. Because it's yeah. a... Twice as much knitting. Yeah. And it's, um, you know, provisional cast on. It's knitting them yeah. together at some point it looks really cool though yeah it's pretty but it's like is it so much prettier than sure just a conventional ribbing yeah like do it to try it yeah looks cool and then as far as the picking up and doing the ribbing later i don't know yeah we'll, we'll find out <laughs> i it fit that project because i was still deciding where i wanted to place the sure. colors if i wanted the red to because I started with a red stripe, if I wanted the ribbing to be in red, or if I wanted the ribbing to be in blue. I was thinking of starting one of these, but I also wasn't clear on my, like, trajectory of, like, what color I was going to put where. So yeah. I was leaning toward the just start without the ribbing option. Well, and so but, that would, that's why I started the other one that yeah. way. So yeah. I can't see any, like, because it's, it's sold in the pattern, like, like it's a, um, not sturdier, but more stable neckline. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, sure it is. Yeah. I'm not convinced it is. But sure it is. I don't think okay. so either. I think it's kind of gaping and open, mm. you know? Yeah, I feel like it would open it up more, but yeah. I don't and, know. And I'm going to rely on the ribbing to kind of yeah, tailor it up. Yeah, yeah. 
So you fin- finished the stripes. I finished stripes, my super random stripes, which I is the thing I wanted all along since seeing that pattern yeah. in like July 2000, whatever, it 19 or 18. Um, then I finished the sanguine. Or, yeah. Sure. Um, which we talked a little bit about. This was one of the ones that had um, yarn that needed to go into stripes. I think all of those <laughs> yarns are in that uh, sweater. Yeah, all of these errands are in the sweater. <laughs> is that gray one in there? But it looks so uh, different. Maybe not no, the gray. No, the gray is not in there. Oh. I was thinking about the gray in the, like, where I needed to extend the colors uh-huh. in the sleeve. But um, I had all these, there are four extra stripes I had to do to make the um, striping pattern continue to the length of the sleeve I wanted. Yeah. I, I have only one fingering weight doubled. Okay. I don't know what this purple was in in something other sweater yeah something else <laughs> but it was perfect um and then i have col- these three yarns were all in my avena avena oh nice and i wasn't sure because the gray went into another sweater <laughs> so i didn't want to use any of that gray in in the stripes so my um sanguine is done yay it's fantastic it's the beautiful sleeves might be a little long but they're all right because you want to okay. finish the whole pattern <laughs> yeah, you don't have you don't want to stop in the you middle of the thing through to the end. You can always push them up. Yeah, cute. Um, so, go ahead. What do you see when you look at the pattern? So Karen was looking at this earlier, and sh- there, it's a series of like like a diamond in a field of color for a stripe, Lordly. and then it's like maybe like a teeth pattern, like a sawtooth. A little, yeah, sawtooth with like a little diamond in the negative space of the sawtooth, and that lines up on top of these like piano key kind of things which but they are don't doors. line up they don't quite sometimes but i can they see do like, sometimes they look like, like they're like dutch houses the, the dutch houses yeah so karen's like, like oh, a row house your little houses because you remind me of the quilt that you like right which i don't remember what that's called it's a free pattern like the village or something yeah. i've still not put put it together i just made all the houses yeah <laughs> um but i can see what Very you're seeing cute. i just had not seen it I don't that think way. they're houses. I think they would be churches. Churches. Because okay. they have little crosses on yeah, them. They don't look like crosses to me. Those are like the, the dormer window. windows. The dormer windows. Yeah. Very so yeah, cute. It's real cute. Yeah. I, like I mean, she has this I love other the pattern. Neckline. I don't remember what it's called. That's just the little piano key. Uh-huh. And I made that several years ago. Yeah. And um, it's a, this is another good, like, beginning stranding pattern. Yeah, it looks like it. Um. So two finished objects dun, 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 means something new. I can start something new and I finished Yay. it. Um, I was working on this when we met for our book club. Yep. It's Jamie Watts Streamers, which is in um, real issue 40 or 41 because it's this double issue from Pom Pom. Oh. Um, it's a four pieces. Which I love that that's in the description because most sweaters made yeah, why in would pieces you? are four pieces. Yeah, <laughs> front, back, sleeves. Whoa! Like the unusual thing is if it's not four pieces, <laughs> it's yeah, made in three pieces. Yeah, that, Figure it out. <laughs> that is the description. It's a sweater in four pieces. Okay. So the but the stripes go um, vertically instead of horizontally, and it's got some cute, cool use of sh- some simple short rows to. Um, you know, kind of shape the shoulder a little bit and create the armhole. And you just make this like piece of striped fabric and there's very little shaping for the neckline. It was a little short though. <laughs> okay. So I have this massive ribbing. The yardage was pretty spot on for 
Like it, it gives you a total, you'll need a total of this many yards um, in the Was sample. Was it cropped, but it didn't describe itself as cropped? Um, it looks cropped-ish in the picture. You. Yeah. But I don't know. I mean, maybe the models are not quite as busty as I am. Or maybe they're shorter. Yeah. Because you're not short. No. I mean, if you talk to Dante, I'm short. It's very cute, though. So you just added length yeah, to the ribbing? Yeah, so I just kept going with the ribbing till Because my stripes sweaters are my ideal sweater. Okay. The mm-hmm. length, the best measurement, Everything. chef's kiss. I love how I look when I'm wearing this shape sweater. I should um, try one of yours on yes. if I want to make one, because yes. I think we probably are close in size. Similar, yep. Very um, cute. Yeah, I guess it's cropped. It's hard to tell when they're, like, leaning in a yeah, picture, like- you know? And they're not really show okay, they're not really showing oh, them from one? the waist down. That one is beautiful. Yeah. So the pattern is written for, you know, I think this is four three colors. Three colors. And I then love this that it's non gendered. Yeah. Because a lot yeah. of a lot of sweaters don't have to have a gender. Um and I think most of the ones. I don't think any this... sweater has to have a gender. Yeah. No, but I mean sometimes they have shaping or they the measurements are slightly different. Yeah. Um, like they lean towards best shaping instead of um you know, whatever. Overall. Yeah. Um, Jared Flood used to write a lot about that when he was more a blogger than a yarn company owner. <laughs> how, Remember how those would, days? Yeah. How he would masculinize a, a sweater to <laughs> suit him better. Um, so, I mean, it's, it was just shorter than I expected. Because um, I guess those are not very long sweaters in the picture. No. But it's deceptively... Some sweaters, it's so obvious that they're cropped. Yeah. Um, this one doesn't look cropped. It just looks short. Yeah. But not like... Yeah. yeah, like um, what's her face? Who does Caitlin Hunter? Uh-huh. Like a lot of her crop sweaters, yeah. it's like, duh, that's a crop sweater. Yes, <laughs> it's very clear that it is a cropped um, sweater. So I, I mean, in the interest of yarn too, I think I still have one more ball of this beige. Uh huh. <laughs> the beige is yarn from last year's stash swap. It's a good and background color. I yeah. saved it out on the last pass before it was like time to donate everything out. Uh-huh. And I had it in my head I would mix it with this other yarn, but I'd only need to mix a little. So I can't imagine when I started this sweater that I have in front of me, I could only find three. I It doesn't make sense to me that I would have put 300 yards aside and said uh-huh. I could make a sweater. Yeah. No. Yeah. 400 yards and something. Yes. I can make some kind of simple top. Yeah. Um, so I know there's some... Something. Orphan ball floating around in my <laughs> If I'd had the orphan ball, I would have done like the pattern has, which is you choose a color and it's all your ribbings. But I, I'm happy with how this. So out. with the sleeves, like did you do you sew them in? Yeah. So it is. I mean, I didn't follow the. I just didn't read uh-huh. because I knew how I wanted to put it together. Yeah. But you do your shoulder seam, and then you put your sleeve in, and then I did the like big Got it. long seam. So it's like a traditionally seamed sweater okay totally um there's some advice about how like i just couldn't quite wrap my head around this where to exactly to start the stripes on the sleeve where exactly to start so like on one it's like start the sleeve stripe with the same color you started the front i think it's it's this one of the sleeves Mm. and then the other sleeve start with the 
I should read it to you. <laughs> I'm calling that you had it at the back. No. No. <laughs> because that's what you did. But Well, you the designer doesn't know what stripe pattern you're going to do. Uh, true. I, there are some super cute ones on Ravelry. There are some where people just did like ribbing at the sleeve opening. I was going to say it would look cute as like a short sleeve yeah, and top I too, like a t-shirt to kind that. of. Um, there are some people who just did stripes down like the center front and mm-hmm. then okay. solid for the outsides. Um, those were two that stuck out to me. So the designer doesn't know how many colors you're going to incorporate. Because sure. the sample has like an eight color one and a three color one. So let me read this to you. Okay. For the left sleeve, start with the color that will appear. And then this is by size 11, 11, uh-huh. 12, 12, 13, whatever. Let's say 11 stripes before the first color used on the front panel of the sweater. Huh? What? <laughs> okay. Right. Do some math. Yeah. <laughs> That's confusing. So what I've come up with, why he would have had it that way is that you want to make sure you're using like an even distribution sure. of because you don't need as many stripes in the sleeve. Um, so you're using your yarn evenly. You want to I see think. it. Okay. Yeah. Because um, what I ended up doing is I started with a stripe that matched the, the stripes on either side because I started with a different stripe than I ended with. Uh-huh. And, and that for me was going to create even usage. I had seven colors. And that was going to create even usage for me. Okay. So that's how I've decided to interpret it. But that's crazy, right? Yeah, that's Start with the, confusing. And then stand on your head. And, and then do it count on the backwards. Night, yeah, night of a full moon. <laughs> so It's really dun, cute. Dun, dun, dun. Three sweaters. It's nice. Cute. This does not give me a voucher, though. Why? This sends me back to my list. Oh, okay. And this finished object means that I have to go back and finish a new set <laughs> yeah that makes sense so that's why i listed what i'm working on uh, honorarily is dante's tom 10 and um the red and white stripes yeah that's fair because uh, that's next on the list but i don't remember what that unlocks well it's a surprise to you too then yeah <laughs> I, have, I, have, I have the list is on my desk at work it's like what i think about when i'm on hold uh so nice guess you all find out next time <laughs> If this system stays novel enough for me. Yeah, I was going to say, if it lasts, you know. <laughs> but I'm happy it got four finished, well, five finished oh, yeah. sweaters because that's this awesome. finished too. I, and I, I'm going away for the weekend and I'm only taking what I have the intention of working on. No, like, little, like, oh, I could start this or we're going to have time for a yarn store and I'll buy something distracting. Yeah. Um, so I am going to finish the best soon. I will nice. report back to you next time that Ghosts in the Orchard is finished. Okay. <laughs> um, does anybody want to talk about what they're excited about? What are you obsessed with this month? Um, I can start because I've got my list in here. front of me. Yeah. Um, I have been following an Instagram account called, um, which you might have seen him, um, JPR underscore Stitch. Um, and I wrote that down and I was like, what does that mean? Because I don't look at people's usernames that often. Nope. Um, but it he is a uh, uh, fiber artist. Um, and his art form is um, thread art done on a, like a basic domestic sewing machine. And all of it is done in like a zigzag stitch. So you can watch him like sew. Like I'll pull up one of these. Um stitching on his sewing machine in just like a free motion in a zigzag stitch to like fill in these big areas of stitches Mm -hmm. 
And it's really fascinating, like, how much thread he can pack into an area to, like, fill a negative space Mm -hmm. and the different, like, forms that his finished objects come in. Like, some of them are, like, solid, um, like, frameable. Some of them are sort of, like, 3D shaped. Um, It looks fun to do. And it is, I don't know, I find it very interesting. I, I can't imagine how much thread he must go through to make one of these things, but it looks like it's fun to do. Um, I think that he, um, should be held, lauded also for his hair care routine. Yes, he has beautiful (laughs) hair. That's really gorgeous hair. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's a cool account to follow. Yeah. Um, anybody else? They're thinking. Continuing with the quilted, uh, turning quilts into garments kind of thing. Um. I'm going to make, I, I just ordered the forms for it. These quilted sneakers. Oh, oh I just I need saw to make somebody those. working on that. I the saw... patterns are free. You just need the, 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 so the kits, you can get it with leather, but I, you don't, you can get it without the leather, which is what I did. They're in yeah. euros and they, they have it where your soles are either white or yeah. black or this, this beigey color. I follow, um, um, grape soda studio and she makes, um, like canvas, shoes basically with the same kit and i'm like i want to make those well the kits are not too bad i mean like i said you you pick your size and yeah they have a chart farther down the farther the you can buy the sneaker kit which um comes with the sole and uh, most of the materials you need this i don't know if it comes with the threads i'll have to figure out how to do that but on that site they have all these free patterns, including a pair of sneakers that are like for summer. So they're like sneaker sandals. Mm-hmm. So one of my pairs is I, I got two forms because the second for like the second form like is, is at a like a fifty percent discount. Nice. So that's going. That's my. And I'm like, I want more quilted clothing that wrap me in a blanket for the rest <laughs> of my life. Comfort feel. So. Yeah, that's awesome. That sounds like a good plan. Um, I was, in a, a blanket. I was telling James, I'm going to like make him a quilt, but turn it into like a, like a sleeping bag. Like, so, so up the two sides to make it into like a tube he can put himself in. <laughs> That's a great idea. Because when he sits down with his quilt, he's like tucking it underneath him and underneath his feet. And I'm like, you just need a sleeping bag, my dude. Yep. Well, that's <laughs> what I love about the quillo. Yeah. Is that you can stick your toesies in the, yeah. the pillow part. Um, my, I brought some to my niece and nephew, my nieces. And um, gave them to them for Christmas as a little little love gift, and um, then they took them home. They and they were like on the tail end of their COVID um, journey. They took them home, and two days later, they like came back to the family event, and they're like, "My brother in law made this huge deal of like, Anne, you know what you do with the pocket? You put your feet in there. <laughs> really? Like, oh, yeah. Wow. When I gave it to your daughters, I said, "Hey, girls, when you unwrap it." <laughs> You put your feet in there. <laughs> but I know he, like, authentically discovered this. Yeah. Because he was not, like, obviously paying attention. <laughs> he was like, you know, like, when you discover that thing, and even if it's something that everybody... Yeah, you're like, yeah, I know. Did you res- so you responded like, yeah, I know, duh. Well, actually, Or did you go, really? That's so cool. I was pretty wry by that point but i didn't have to like be the eighth a-hole by myself because everyone had heard me tell the dog like if you had listened <laughs> and everybody's like and 
there's nothing like that group to be like, oh, <laughs> we got you. We're gonna pounce. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey. So you didn't yeah, have to do it. We all know <laughs> that that's what she said when she gave it to them. You had yeah, people so. to do your dirty work it was for sort you. Of like a chorus. Like yeah. I imagine that's what sort of like a Greek chorus might have been like. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and do you ha- did you find something? No. That's okay. I'm going to be okay. one who's not so obsessed this month. That's fine. Um, I you am. You were obsessed with finishing sweaters. Yeah, Good. I really am. Like, That's awesome. Great very focused on this. Oh, I forgot something I finished. Oh my, oh my gosh. gosh there's, I forgot a ton of things I finished. Oh, I just rushed I right back? back. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, keep going. I'm so, like. I didn't even ask. Tickled by these finished sweaters. You finished three sweaters. What, I assumed you were done. <laughs> what Karen said. <laughs> sorry. Is being obsessed with finishing the sweaters is truly my obsession. Okay. So what else have you finished? But, um, I also, like, I'm bored. You know, my idea of, like, make a new purse every month. Yeah. Bored of that pattern. Okay. <laughs> even, though, even though I already cut out, like, the next two months worth. Yeah, but it's not I fun to make the same thing over and over. can't muster. It's a perfect purse for me. But I just can't muster the, like, interest to finish them again. Yeah. So, um, I got this, like, very simple tote from the dollar spot at uh, Target. It was, like, one a $3 tote bag. Mm. And, um... It was just real easy to just put five things in a tote bag. Yeah. Yep. Which is, I don't really trust myself with tote bags. Yeah. But I've been pretty disciplined about like the five core things go in the tote bag. And then the things that are extra that this helped me carry come out of the tote bag. Yeah. This is not the Target tote bag. This is the tote bag that I was experimenting with um, uh-huh. making the pattern for. Oh. So it has a, I've upgraded. It has a snap. Nice. Gotta have a snap. And it has two D-rings so that if I'm being a good girl... I hook my keys right to there so I can look in there and see. Oh, yes. And I like that it's on either side. Yes. And um, my little pouch, the classic Joseph P. Reardon um, key or or coin purse that I didn't know that there was a thing. Yeah, it. It, it comes in waves. We give them out at, at like events and stuff. So there's a lot of a lot of Ventura has this whether or not they use it. But it's like the perfect little dumb wallet, but it has this little keychain in there. <laughs> oh, yeah. And so my other thought is on the other side, I'm going to get a little, one, get a a little new carabiner, carabiner and put it on the other side. Uh, the bummer on that is it is a heavy thing pulling on the top of your bag. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I may not do that. It might just be handy that the D-ring is on both sides so I could latch it on either side. Um, and it's a perfect little size. Very cute. The thing, the other purse was um, 16 by 13. And this one, I think, ends up at 11 by 14. Okay. So it's uh, mon, mon petite, but the shoulder strap. Nice yes. and long. So easy. And the other one was just like an inch short. Mm. So if you can't like... Bend your elbow and put your elbow and right in there and put it on your shoulder. Mm-hmm. Then it is a handbag. Yeah, so it's not a tote bag. Yeah. <laughs> so then this fabric was very fussy. Uh, the finish, the little one is um, this really cute green canvas that was on a super duper sale at Joanne's, um, and it was perfect for prototyping with. This is a decorator fabric that has kind of like big Marimako kind of yeah circles made of made from little yeah there's a name for that pattern shapes. orange yeah. peel cathedral ah, yeah thank you orange peel making a, a cathedral, cathedral window. window yeah so it's kind of cathedral window-esque if you're if you're in quilt speak um this one's more true to the size of the original tote bag which is great because you can put like a 
medium-sized project in there uh-huh. on top of your five core things and take it out. You could carry a couple books. You could carry a magazine in there. Cute. It has my D-rings and it has a nice metallic snap. Love it. But I just went with one strap. Yeah. And I'm wondering what you guys think about that. Like, I do like... tote bags need two straps? No, no, because I find that I have it over my shoulder and one of them falls off. Yeah. So, no, I don't think it needs So, if two. your single strap is sturdy enough, then you don't need the support of a second strap. Oh, so you're thinking of it for weight distribution. Yeah. Sometimes, or like if you're carrying it in your hand, if you, how many times have you overloaded a, a bag and then it cuts into your hand because the strap yeah. is not strong enough? Well, I was thinking about functionally. Like why do tote bags always have two? Okay. You're at the grocery store and you're loading up your tote bag. Yeah. You have to have two straps to hold it closed when you walk away. Yeah. But I have a little... Snap. If you have the snap, then you don't need the two straps tied together to close I, the top. For some yeah. reason, I don't want to call it a tote unless it has to, like, that looks like a purse. Yeah. But I don't know why. Yeah. Okay. And It just seems this that, like, a tote bag needs to have two yeah. straps, but it doesn't need to. And the only reason this has one strap is because the strap is long, is plenty long, and the other strap started to shred when I turned it. So it was like, no, well, well, I don't yeah. have a second no. strap. You got okay. one strap. Well, that's done. <laughs> Um, but that's a really stable strap. Yeah. It, it's stable fabric, and you've got it doubled. I mean, nothing's going to stretch on that. And it's on the the weft. Yeah, so it's less stretchy. Or is it on the white? It, well, weft or... <laughs> weft or warp. <laughs> or white. <laughs> you know, weft or uh, white. So the idea is... Um, I'm playing with um, capsule wardrobes in my work wardrobe again, which is another like springtime game I play to keep myself interested in life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's if you're not familiar with a capsule, a basic way to do it is 10 wardrobe items. Sometimes people throw shoes in there. Um, I don't because that restricts me too much. So it's 10 pieces of clothing and I make um, 10 looks with that. And um it makes my mornings easier uh-huh. and it's, it gamifies the boring thing of picking out your clothes. Even though I love clothing. Yeah. Every like, day. Clothing planning is meh. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I feel that because I'll like look at my wardrobe and I'm like, I know there's possibilities, but I oh, just so don't want to think this morning. Right. Like, can somebody come in and say, wear this? And I'm like, great. And that's like, sometimes creatively, if you like give yourself stricture. It makes you be yeah. way more creative yeah. or or giving yourself the like rules of the game. Yeah. Like the, these are the rules of the game. I have five, you know, 10 pieces and 10 looks and then the game is over. Yeah. Um, Do you, don't you think that sometimes we <laughs> gravitate toward that just because it's easier to reach for the thing that you wear the most and that you can wear in a like sometimes I, like I've got two pairs of jeans and lots of different tops and I'll mix the top. So I'll pick pick the top and then it's easy does this go with my faded blue jean does this go with my peach jeans you know um ease of wearing if i it I, sometimes i it, i accidentally have a capsule wardrobe because i just keep wearing the same things yeah yeah some <laughs> people are natural like simplifiers simplifier or lazy yeah. you know yeah either yeah. way me, I like, I'm looking for the dopamine hit. So if I'm bored with my clothing, I go buy something new. Yeah. And then um, I'm overwhelmed with how much clothing I have. Yeah. <laughs> and so when I do a capsule, it for me, it makes me pay better attention to what I have. And like right now I have, I'm finishing one. Um, and then I have the next two planned out. But that's only like 
30 items of clothing. Yeah. And I promise you that is a small fraction. Yeah. <laughs> I don't go and buy new clothing, but I start planning. I could make this dress. I could make these pair of pants. Let's go shop. Let's let's window shop on my in on the internet for fabric. I start going down and I get it right up to the checkout. I'm like, and then the the, the cries of all the other not started yet projects say, what what about us? And I'm like, so oh. oh, I wish I could hear them before I hit buy. Maybe <laughs> drive them. <laughs> I didn't used to hear them, but then I organized and put them in a place where they could speak louder. Oh, the projects can speak louder? I mean, that and that, so, I mean, that maybe helps. I am listening because I have my list. It's cutting down on wanting to buy like something novel and new because mm-hmm. I want to, I want to see these things finish. Like the random stripes, I've wanted that for probably four years because I think she published that in August 2020, I'm sorry, 2019. Or around that time, because yeah. I remember looking at it close to my birthday of like, I'm treating myself to that pattern. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've wanted this sweater for four years, like, and keeping that like excitement of like, I know I want this project. Right. Um, I was I was reading a thing about organizing. I, I am kind of, but I like hazard to say this one out loud because I really want to enact it. And I sometimes reject my own ideas when I say them out loud. But here, I'm going to gamble with you. Okay. <laughs> Um, I'm obsessed with finally figuring out a way to get organized. <laughs> so I've been reading different strategies. Um, and what the one that is most appealing to me is called the moving out strategy. You treat the space you want to organize like you're going to move out of it. Yeah. Ah. That would make a difference. Yeah. And so, um, then I started reading things about organizing to move out. Okay. <laughs> great idea and um one of them made me think of you katie of Uh like um it was more about like general things but Uh it's like if you have a project you started within the last year get rid of it and you haven't finished it okay get rid of it yeah what so i mean this is not i'm not i'm not a proponent of this but it's It's an idea no like a project you started yeah you haven't finished Within a year. Oh, so uh, okay. So, so like, I out, the things outside of that year that I started like two years ago. Sure, or that you, yeah, like anything if I started you started this, something. Anything I started in the last twelve months, that's still new. Sure. So <laughs> if you, uh, well, you can make up myself. your own rules, right? Yeah, and Kate, I don't think Katie does this every year. No, yeah, I have no. done it, but and I, have... I don't have any time frame. I just look at all the things. Yeah, I'm like, these sometimes you're care about. These are the things I don't care about, yeah, and I'm yep. going to get rid of them. Yeah. Yep. Sometimes you're moved to do that. Yeah. I have never been moved to do that. That's, yep. But I admire that you do that. I often am not moved to do that. <laughs> the fact that you have But when I get that wild time, hair, I got to go with it. Yeah. It's like the finishing vibe I'm Yes. I'm in you got to right ride like, that wave as long as you can. It. Yeah. As long as you can. Yeah. But also just like, there's no no punishment if I don't no. follow through on no. this. I know I'll probably be better off if I do, though. <laughs> Sure. Take it as a sign of maturity. <laughs> I like that. Uh, okay. Well, I think that reaches the end of our episode yeah, today. Yeah. Those are all the things you finished? She's yes. thinking. Okay. Yes. <laughs> um, so oh, it's her dramatic fun. <laughs> thank you, everybody, for listening. Um, <laughs> There's one more thing? No. Okay. Yeah. I'm going right. to give you one minute. <laughs> She's reaching for the, the one more thing. What is it? Oh, a shawl. Yeah. So one Friday afternoon at my lunch break, 
I did want to be distracted from my promises to myself. <laughs> and I'd had this yarn floating around in my car. It's like a nubbly, I think it was a Modadea yarn. I had three balls of it and I knew that it could make some snuggly, ca- snuggly shawl. Okay. And I just started with kind of a rectangular crescent shape. Triangular. Thank you. It's not rectangular <laughs> That's a weird at all. shaped rectangle. <laughs> Well, it's a corner of a rectangle. <laughs> half square triangle. Half square rectangle. It's a half of a triangle. Half square uh, rectangle. I meant to say triangular crescent. <laughs> Which are also not the same thing. <laughs> well, because the reason I am hybridizing is it's a crescent because mm-hmm. it has um, four increases on the right side and two on the yeah, wrong side. It's a longer wingspan. Yeah. Which I like because it hugs your shoulders better. Very cute. And so whatever you want to call that shape, that's what it is. It has six increases An elongated two rows. triangle. And nice big yarn. Yes. And cute. I finished this by Saturday night. That's awesome. I started Friday at my lunch break, worked on it for half an hour, worked on it on Friday night, and I went and bought yarn on Friday night to be the border. Yeah. And then I finished it on Saturday night. It was pretty fast. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay. Those what are... a great way to add a number to your finished thing. Those are all the things hey, I I'm finished. Gonna, I'm going to cut you off now. Um <laughs> Cutting you off. Um, I came in very disorganized. Next time, yeah, I'll you be did more carry organized. in just like a big, a big handful of things. Yeah, I threw it on the table. Um, well, I'll take pictures of. Well, I won't, but we will have pictures of all of the things that we talked about. So check out our Instagram if you want to see pictures of them, and check out our Patreon if you want bonus content. We're gonna stop recording this episode and then just start a new recording, and we're gonna chat about something tonight. Um, so if you want more. Um, you can sign up for our Patreon. Um, Will and Anne say there's one more finished thing? Maybe. On the bonus content? <laughs> You'll have to tune in to find out. <laughs> Alright, bye everybody. Bye. Strings Unraveled is a production of Strings and Things Studio with Anne Leckervin Cazzoli, Katie Von Rader Fraker, and Karen Wilmoth. Recorded and edited by Katie Von Rader Fraker. Find us online at stringsandthingsstudio.com or on Facebook or Instagram at Strings and Things Studio. You can email us at stringsandthingsinfo at gmail.com. 